0: Roller Auction's Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. On Wednesday, there's an auction for computers, thousands of sports cards, golf equipment, bicycles, Apple TVs, workout equipment, and more. Auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com. Backslash MHS. Time now for the lead.
1: The lead is presented by Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lyons, and Estes Park.
0: ESPN's Seth Wickersham recently wrote an article detailing Russell Wilson's career with the Broncos and how he's viewed by others around the league. He quoted anonymously personnel guys from the AFC, NFC, yada, yada, yada. One AFC personnel guy said this about how Peyton viewed Wilson before. He took the head coaching job. Quote, Sean never liked him as the guy from day one and went out of his way to make this known. I'm guessing that in the interview process, Sean Payton had at least one latte and kind of told the Penners how he felt about Russell Wilson. Maybe not personally personally, But certainly as a quarterback, and you and I have talked to a lot of people, that it is now widely well-known in the media that Penner said, okay, we'll make a decision on Wilson after the season if you're really not that crazy about him, if he doesn't work out. With that, let's talk about this personally. Are you buying what this AFC personnel guy said? Now, in hindsight, that even personally, he really wasn't that crazy about Wilson?
2: Yeah, I think that there's probably enough evidence that he wasn't crazy about working with Russ going in, uh, both personally, I suppose, and certainly professionally. I think probably even more professionally, because results are what matter here. You can figure out the personalities. But, um, you know, I mean, hey, look, by week what? What was Kansas City, week eight? I mean, by that time, they were already trying to restructure his contract, right? They were already making moves at that point of the season that was clear about how they felt, about how Sean felt, about Russell Wilson. And usually
0: when you restructure a guy, it's because you want him back. Right. In this case, I think they were trying to restructure – to protect themselves,
2: pers- I agree. In, I agree a hundred percent. In
0: case he gets injured, with no intention of right. bringing him back, right? Protection. And the whole thing about how Peyton felt about Wilson personally. Maybe I'm the only one, and I've talked to other people about this. That maybe I'm seeing it for more than it is, but I got to tell you, when he was at the Super Bowl, and I brought this up before. When you're having dinner with Joe Montana and your brand-new quarterback that you certainly want to find a way to connect with because you're working with him, you don't say publicly, Russell would not stop talking and I wanted to talk to Joe Montana. You don't say publicly, boy, that Russell Wilson is really like a fly at a barbecue and he needs to stop bothering my friend Drew Brees. You don't say those things out loud in front of microphones or to other people when you know it is going to get out there. To me, it is fundamentally disrespectful. It's the old saying, if you have nothing good to say, say nothing at all. But it was pretty evident early on he didn't even like him as a person because you don't say that about people. I mean, all of us have thought things but we certainly have enough of a filter not to say them out loud. He doesn't have a filter, or he wanted it to be out there. I'm really not that crazy about Russ, personally. Forget about the football.
2: And I think that, and I think efforts were made with the objects. I mean, showing up, uh, you know, right at the front court uh, of Nuggets games and together and stuff like that. I think efforts were probably made, but you know, I mean. It's pretty obvious that it was not a perfectly fluid working relationship.
0: Were they sitting next to each other at that Nuggets game? Yeah, next to each other was there a chair between them?
2: Oh, I, I mean, no, no, because
0: I mean, I don't know that. No, there's a difference. There's a difference. Uh, I suppose so. There's a difference if you go to a game with somebody you're not sitting next to them. Generally speaking, you sit next to the people at the dinner table. You, if there's a table of ten people, you try and sit next to the people you want to talk to, Hmm. because when you are at a table with people. Some people you don't want to be with, you don't make an effort to sit next to them.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, 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 I don't. I'm not sure about the seating arrangement. Um, but, so my my thought would be. Certainly, Russ was open to it. Russ wanted him. He, Russ wanted him. He was public about it. Yep, handpicked. And, Sean, did how much did. How much did Sean try to meet Russ halfway? Ultimately, to me, probably is the question. But does it really make any difference now? Because that relationship is water under the bridge. Russell Wilson is not coming back to Denver. And the the Broncos are going to be dealing with the ramifications of that for the next
0: two to three years. I am guessing that. Greg Penner is not so insulated he didn't know this. Greg Penner is a remarkably smart guy. Thank you for making my point. Yes. He probably knew that Peyton wasn't crazy about Wilson personally. He probably knew, not even probably, he knew that he didn't feel that Peyton didn't feel that Wilson was the right guy for his system Mm -hmm. for X number of reasons. So if you were the Broncos owner and you knew how your potential head coach felt about your quarterback who has a deal that's getting ready to kick in in an extension for 245 million dollars are you picking the coaching candidate or are you picking your quarterback
2: well i w- i mean yeah, i would be a quarterback guy and and, and take all the names off of the off of the plate, it doesn't have to be Russ. It doesn't have to be Sean. Well, if I
0: would be a quarterback guy. Well, if Penner knew all this, and I'm guessing he did, is that a fair assumption? Because he's a smart guy, as you said, and I yeah, agree. I think he is. Anyway. Okay, right. so if you know all this, and you have to eat a lot of this money or a, a decent amount of it, then Penner's culpable too. He knew exactly what he was getting himself into. He knew that he was hiring a guy that wasn't crazy about it about the quarterback as his quarterback, as a person. You're the one who made the final decision. This is on Penner. Because you know what? I think Peyton laid the cards out. And Penner said, okay. That's an ownership decision. Hiring a coach. And if they go into a mess because of this, other teams have not. Tampa Bay has survived. The Rams have survived. Salary cap hell. So Mm -hmm. have the Packers. Sure. the Broncos don't survive this. I'm sorry. This is on Greg Penner. I'm not putting it on Sean Payton. I'm not. Sean Payton was probably pretty upfront saying how he felt about Russell Wilson. This is on ownership. We can talk about putting $100,000 onto, onto a new field as a new field for one game. Mm-hmm. We could talk about how it's great that there's a bigger scoreboard. But when it came to major a major football decision, he invited for lack of a better phrase, the fox into the hen house. And I'm not saying that Sean Payton is destructive. I'm not trying to suggest that. He knew what the fox wanted to do, yet invited him in anyway. The owner of the house is responsible, not the fox, who you know what the fox's motives are. That's on Greg Penner. I thought it was He is responsible for this potential salary cap hell. He is responsible for it. He is the owner. Buck stops here. Pat Bolin would own it, and Greg Penner needs to own it. No matter how bright he is, and he is, he probably knew what was coming, yet didn't have enough foresight to say, you know what? I I better put some boards up on those windows because I know the hurricane is coming. The hurricane is here and it's called eating a lot of dead cap money.
2: Do you think he would make the same decision now that he's two years into this? I mean, don't you think he has, there is, it's clear to me in listening to him that he has learned an immense amount of the football side of operations in the last two
0: years. Oh, well, let me ask you. If that's truly the case, Mm -hmm. then why is the NFLPA potentially involved in this situation about Russell's contract and threatening to be benched? And You and I were both at that press conference Mm -hmm. where George Payton... I'll tell you why. one reason why I think Sean Payton likes George Payton. George Payton is more than happy to be his dartboard.
2: Yeah. Maybe so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Maybe so, so. So, so what has Penner learned? Well, apparently not enough because just recently there could be, I don't think there will be, a lawsuit. Again, he's the owner. Yeah. So, what did he learn about football the last two years? Clearly not enough.
2: Hmm. I don't know. I was, I was asking the question more along the lines, would he have made the kind of deal that he okayed on Russell Wilson? Would he have been?
0: He had to. Would
2: his. Vi- no, he, you and I agree with
0: that. He he was already traded for it before Penner and he, got here.
2: and Right. And people out there that take George Payton or even Greg Penner, even though this is something that he just kind of inherited, to task for this, I think, are somewhat short-sighted with. There is no way Russell Wilson okays a trade to Denver without Correct. the assurance That's right. of a long-term deal being reached. Now, terms of that long-term deal, that's yes, a different thing. But a long-term deal, that had to happen,
0: or he wasn't coming. I mean, think about this for a second. If you remember, and I'm guessing that you do, Greg Penner's first day on the field <laughs> as the owner of the Denver Broncos, with Condoleezza Rice there, and everybody else. Who else was on the field that day? Russell Wilson's agent. Yes. And his people. That's right.
2: All of his people. Right. Yeah. That is where I mean, like, if you had that to do all over again. And I think the end, and, and, and retrospect is always clear, right? I mean, we always are able to gain once we step away from it or it's further, further in our rearview mirror, it gives us a clearer view of what we were of where we, where we came from.
0: I, I don't know. I am sure Peyton has explained to Greg Penner why Russell Wilson does not work for his offense. Yes. And I'm sure he's been very convincing about it. And Sean Payton has the right to run his offense, and it's not an easy offense to learn. So I'm guessing Greg Penner is on the side of Sean Payton saying, you know what? Um, we might have to take a step back to take two steps forward because I agree with Sean that, I know what this offense can look like if you have Drew Brees. But, <laughs> but that offense, for the most part, is proven, although there were many times this year it looked awful. Yes, with Russ running the controls. But as you and I talked about in the last hour, why wasn't Marvin Mims more involved in the offense? That is a fair question. Here's another fair question. Dion and Shiloh Sanders spent yesterday in Paris. Getting in a lot of cardio, working out, walking down a runway. Hey, come on, the catwalk, man. Competitive. In a fashion show. Damn right. While the other guys went to the first team meeting. We hear the word nepotism all the time. I'll liken it to sports. Is there too much daddy ball going on in Boulder? That's next. When you
1: happy like a fool. Shaking my cheat cat. Man, when I tell you she was cool, she was red hat. I mean she was steaming. Morning <laughs> drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silter Har Mazda, a no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard casino Sports Desk. Here's Eric and Bruce.
0: Welcome back, Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at sports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman Tuesday. Auction for tractors, tools, pressure washers, robot lawnmowers, vehicles, and more. Auction is open right now at rollerauction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com/MHS. In the meantime, if you're looking to have a great time this weekend, head on over to Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar. Of course, they'll have on all the games. Best happy hour on the planet, literally, three until seven every day, two for one on all wine, well and drafts, 15 pool tables, they have a pool hall, and they have live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover. I mean, what else can you possibly want? Are you not entertained? (laughs) Are you not entertained? When you go to Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar, find them in Lakewood. Time now for the buzz.
3: (laughs) The Buzz is
1: presented by Paramount Sighting and Windows. Paramount Sighting and Windows, it's quality in everything they do. Find them at ParamountSightingAndWindows.com.
0: Okay, Deion Sanders has done a lot of great things for Colorado. No reasonable person would argue that, but he's a polarizing guy. And it seems to me the latest is polarizing, not based on political views, which seems to be the catchphrase. Of the last however many years, it's polarizing politically. It's polarizing what just happened by age. By age. If you're over the age of 45, chances are you agree more with you and me. Mm -hmm. If you're a younger guy, you could not disagree with us more, and it's more of a get-off-my-lawn type of mentality.
2: That's okay, too.
0: Sanders reportedly gave his blessing for his two sons, Shiloh and Shadur, to miss... The Colorado football team's first meeting of the year to attend a, and this is fitting, Louis Vuitton men's fall and winter 2024 fashion show. And a lot of younger people will say, hey, they have a chance to make money, once in a lifetime experience. What's the problem? Older guys like us would say, how does this affect the locker room? Think every guy in that locker room is happy about that, making it look like? That Dion is playing favorites with his sons? Probably not. It's probably not a good thing. Um, but
2: I say that as a sixty-five-year-old dude, right? Very old school. Having, but I will say also this: I think it's damn cool to be able to go and experience what Shadur and Shiloh are experiencing in Paris. That who's to say that that is anything more that. That's a once in a lifetime experience to be able to do something like that. So you got to be careful about the message and mixed messages. Um, certainly, I think any leader has to be careful about mixed messages um, in a situation like that. So yeah, I can I, I mean, I caution on one on one hand, uh, understanding on the other. We are nine months away from the beginning of a football season.
0: Mike Farrell, who is the National Scouting Director at Rivals.com for over 20 years, said this about Sanders' blessing for Shadour and Shiloh. Colorado has clearly become daddy ball in boulders. So so much, in fact, that I'm hearing that there is a slight fracture within the program because of it. Has Dion ever criticized Shadour at quarterback? Yeah, Shadur. Put up great numbers last year was a really, really good quarterback. But how about criticizing him when he holds onto the ball way too long, as many NFL scouts and GMs are concerned about when eventually he goes into the draft? Dion blames the offensive line, demotes his offensive coordinator, and then with that, it has become more and more obvious that this is about Dion and his sons, and not about the team. And I must tell you, I don't necessarily disagree with any of that. Have you ever heard? Dion criticized either of his kids? No, not offhand. But he certainly threw that offensive line under the bus.
2: Yeah, and he's, yeah, I mean, right. It's about messaging and the consistency of the message or how the message is being perceived. How is it being perceived in that locker room?
0: Do you think there is a conflict for a father coaching a son? Now, the argument from many fathers coaching sons will say, I'm harder on my son than I am on anyone else. And that might very well be true to a point, but you're also, because it's your blood, you're going to be much quicker to give them the benefit of the doubt.
2: Yeah. As a son of a coach and a, although only at the high school level, Oh, that,
0: that's still a level.
2: It is, uh, and especially at a private school where he was the headmaster and head football coach. So there's a lot of different things. Okay, let on. me
0: ask you. Because you grew up in that environment, did you ever hear whispers of, well, it's Bruce's dad? No, because... Uh, but you're a stand-up guy, too, and you always probably did the right thing. Well, I don't and know. And you never wanted that attention.
2: I... And I I don't know about always do, wanting to do the right thing. I, I'm sure that I did the wrong thing plenty of times. I'd agree. But I will say this. It was never on the field. I mean, I w- always tried to do the right thing, always on the field. It, he was helped tremendously by the fact that that three of the – well, all four were very good players. You're talking about your brothers. I'm talking about my brothers, yeah. And, and – so,
0: well that's similar to Dion and his son yeah. they're both very good players they're
2: very good players and would only be teammates that in all I think I think in all four of our cases that would be good for guys not not that guys would be jealous of or whatever so, t- I just saw I don't know
0: I just saw a great documentary and I could be wrong hmm. and I hope that I'm wrong I just saw a great documentary uh on NFL films about the, what was it, the 2006 Rose Bowl between USC and Texas? hmm Okay. So they focus on that game, but there's a lot of focus on Matt Leinart and Vince Young. Mm-hmm. And both guys very candidly said they were paired together on the field at the Rose Bowl for this documentary. So it talked about the game, but it also talked about them as people, and it talked about them And how, for lack of a better phrase, they never lived up to expectations as pros. Totally true. And both guys admitted, specifically Leinart, I was more caught uh, up. Actually, Vince said this. I was more caught up in being a star player than wanting to play like a star player. And Leinart essentially said the same thing. He said, those were our biggest mistakes, that we took it for granted, we were told we were great, and we took it for granted, and we enjoyed the lifestyle of being star quarterbacks but never worked to get that much better. I hope I'm wrong in what I'm about to say, but I kind of see Shadur on that track. Hmm. He loves the attention, which is good for him. Sure, He has earned the attention. No question. But I'm wondering if he's happier being the star or he's happier being a great player. Now, he has some guardrails there. His dad, Tom Brady who he talks to. There are guardrails there. Although I believe Tom Brady did come out and say something like you need to worry less about your car and get get to work. That's a telling statement. It is.
2: Uh, to me, the greatest question facing Colorado this year from a personnel standpoint is, have you plugged the holes? Okay, that's first and foremost. But to me, the biggest question beyond that personally is, can Shador elevate the play of those around him? I, I want to see
0: him be a leader in this program. But wait, he's got he's got the L on his on his uh jersey. That's not the D. That's he's not the L. Yeah. Well Travis has the D. And
2: and look, and I'm not saying that Shador's not a good teammate. I'm not saying that at all. And I'm not, not saying, saying that, that Shiloh either. isn't a good teammate. I agree. I'm I I'm I'm pretty damn sure that, that Travis Hunter is a fantastic teammate.
0: That's a guy who I want on my You're team you damn right. All and in my and long. in my
2: foxhole. No question about it. I don't know about Shador. But Shador is different and and he is unquestionably a remarkable talent but can he be more of a leader and i mean that from a standpoint of not just hey let's get it on and and, and let's go play football and you know, i'm talking about really elevate guys around him because at the end of the day this was a one and eight football team in conference play a very good conference, but you know what? You got to elevate and I'll be interested to see whether he can do that. And I'll be interested to see whether he can change his game a little bit and learn from the challenges that he had last year.
0: I'm kind of going off roading here on this with my ATV. There's a saying about people. Is it your environment that makes you who you are? Or is it your what DNA when mm-hmm. they when they talk about kids? Yeah, you know, you, you, or am I butchering the way I'm saying?
2: No, it? I mean, is it is it inherent or is it learned?
0: Okay, when I look at when I look at Shadour Sanders, he was born on second base because of his dad. Well, of course, he has worked his tail off, without doubt. Cap okay. skill I,
2: set is fantastic, but there
0: are questions. Sure about is he a great leader. He might be, for all I know. I'm not in that locker room. Mm -mm. And he's a tremendous talent. But he certainly enjoys the spotlight a lot, like Daddy did. And so does Shiloh. Then you look at Travis Hunter. Is he a product of his environment? He grew up in West Palm Beach, Florida. Mm -hmm. West Palm is not Palm Beach. No, You've been there. I have there's a big difference. Mm-hmm. I don't know the environment that Travis Hunter grew up Nor in. Nor do I. But he sure as hell didn't grow up in the house that, um, that, that Shadur grew up in, even though Palm Beach is close to West Palm Beach. I don't see Travis Hunter doing any of this stuff. You know what I see Travis Hunter doing? It is my understanding he just donated $10,000 to something. And when I look at Shadur Sanders, he's showing off a diamond-encrusted watch and driving his big Bentley, fancy car yeah, right. and going off to paris that's why i'd rather have travis in my foxhole i like the way he handled the entire thing with that kid from colorado state yeah it was it was so mature
2: but 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 I, his
0: maturity reminds me of pat sertan yes
2: but, but let me say this about I don't want there to be any confusion about And you know what,
0: you know what? Shador he reminds me of Russell Wilson. Look at me, look at me, okay. look at me. Yeah. And 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 Pat is not look at me. And that's Travis Hunter. Th- those are the comparables I would say in that Broncos locker room to those two guys.
2: Yeah. Your leaders have got to have a certain degree of relatability. You've got to be able to relate. And I think that that's, to, for me, the big... I know Shador Sanders is a Heisman Trophy quality yes. type of talent. Yep. The, period. And I just want to see him take charge of this football team because he is a clear and undeniable force as a potential leader. And I don't think that they got as much of him out of him for that quality last year, L on the jersey or not, than they that they needed.
0: To me, I, this is a really strong statement. He's a prima donna to me. Mm. He is a quarterback. Yeah, i sure I go that way. He, he he's a quarterback who acts like a wide receiver. Look at me. The whole watch thing, right? The whole watch thing. That's look at me. Do you see Travis Hunter doing that? No. That's my point. Yeah. So I wor- so we worry about Caleb Williams. We know his talent. How is this guy going to be in the pros when all the money and all the women and all the fame come his way? Is he going to be happier being an NFL player, or, is he gonna, or is, does he want to be a great quarterback? That's my concern about Shadur Sanders, a guy, honestly, I don't know, and I've never met. But watching from afar, watching from afar, He is mirroring what his dad did. And there's a difference between being showy and flashy and look at me and playing quarterback, cornerback, and wide receiver than it is as a quarterback. You can get away with that being a defensive back. You can get away with that being a wide receiver. If you have that look at me attitude, driving my Bentley, diamond encrusted watch, walking in Paris, and and being in a fashion show that's not what great I'm sorry that's not that's not what great quarterbacks do you know you know who does do that or who did do that johnny mm mhm flashing the money and i understand why he did cuz he should have gotten paid yeah. for what happened at texas a&m you know we have got to hit a break we'll continue this after the break
1: Morning drive with Goodman and Hurdle presented by Silterhar Har Mazda, a no pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com live from the Sasquatch Casino and wild card Casino sports desk. Here's Eric and Bruce.
0: Welcome back. Morning drive. Goodman Hurdle watches my myliesports.com. You can reach us roller auctions, Twitter feed at Bruce hurdle at Eric Goodman on Wednesday. There is an auction. For computers, thousands of sports cars, golf equipment, bicycles, Apple TVs, workout equipment, and more, auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Time now for What's Trending.
1: What's Trending? Presented by Silterhar Mazda. Get to Silterhar in Broomfield for a no-pressure-buying experience at Silterhar Mazda or find them at SDHMazda.com.
0: So we're talking about Shadur what he'd be like as a pro. We know that he went to Paris. Dad gave his blessing to him and Shiloh, and that's great. Um, and then we're comparing him to Travis Hunter as well.
2: Here's my deal with Shiloh. Shiloh or Shador? Uh, or Shador, excuse me. We've, heard, we've all heard the phrase, you know, to whom much is given, much is expected. That goes beyond numbers. It goes to the number of people that you affect with your care your talent your leadership the ability to elevate and I know that sounds almost cliched but that's where Shador to me has the most to prove this season is he going to put up monster numbers yes he's going to put up monster he put up monster numbers this year for a football team that won four games he's going to put up some monster
0: numbers yes no one would ever question his talent
2: there is no questioning his talent. That is not even on the table. But here. this
0: is a next level thing to Bingo. the NFL with what we're talking about. Right. As I said to you in break, children tend at times to mirror their parents. So if Deion Sanders, as the head coach, throws the offensive line under the bus, will Shadur, when he gets to the NFL, think it's okay that if they're not blocking for him? that he does that. I I'd be concerned that Dion Sanders turns into LeVar ball. <laughs> okay. Because I don't know if Dion is going to be coaching next year. I don't know if he's going to have a lot of free time on his hands as a dad. I love the fact that he loves his kids. Sure. He wants to give them everything. I'm guessing he's going to want to travel from city to city to watch his boys play. That would be very exciting to see as a father. I'm just worried if I am those boys like I would, like I did worry for Lonzo Ball and LaMelo Ball that his dad LeVar just would not shut the hell up and he was becoming a problem. And teams were seriously considered not drafting right. the Suns because this guy is such a pain in our ass yeah. that he's going to start questioning everything that we do as coaches as an exe- and as executives. I think Deion Sanders could be far more nuclear to an NFL team. Well, how come you're not protecting um, – how, how come the offensive line isn't good enough protecting Shadur? Why isn't Shiloh getting more playing time? And then they just – and then that whole family just becomes a pain in the ass because Dion, if he is anything, he is more outspoken than LeVar Ball.
2: Yeah, I don't know. He – at the very least, Dion has – a lot of experience at the NFL level. He knows the way that it works, and he's well respected. To his credit, ex- and, well, very, and as well yeah, he should be.
0: As yeah, I'd say he's earned that. And he's well liked. Yes, he is. But he could also be the ice pick that that is driving into your lower back where you're like, I got to relieve this pain, and maybe I'm tired of it. And if I get this kid off my team, I don't have to deal with it anymore. I think that's how people looked at LeVar Ball interesting
2: perhaps yeah perhaps like i said to me the the whole shador sanders thing is the most interesting compelling thing even more than moving to the big 12 and all the challenges that come with it or opportunities because it's both challenges and opportunities but it's the continued evolution and the necessary evolving of shador sanders
0: the player but more importantly the man that I'm interested in this year. I can't remember when this happened. Was it during the season or after the season that Deion Sanders was in Jerry Jones' box in Dallas? It was after the season. Good. Do you think, if you had to guess right now, if I gave you 100 bucks to bet either way, either way, if Deion Sanders is the coach of the Buffs next year, on Sundays... Is he looking at tape and working on getting mm. his team better for next Saturday mm. or is he on the road on a Sunday watching one of his boys? Hey, that's why you delegate, right? Where do you think he is? You think he's in you think he's in Boulder or do you think he's on the road traveling? Now, granted, I'm sure he'll fly privately and he'd probably have time and that's the argument. He can Sure. You know,
2: he can step on a jet and be anywhere in the country, and he can quick. do
0: all of his work on a plane. But he's not in the room, and so and leaders are expected to be in the room. Leaders are expected to be even if you're standing around and coloring. Leaders need to be in the room. Leaders need to be seen. Okay, with that, you think he's on a plane watching a game? I think he. I think he will make every effort to go see his kids play. And then if the team's not playing well, how do you think that's going to go over? Deion Smith, first of all, Deion Sanders is infamous, and this is not uncommon knowledge for those that know what happens in the program. Deion Sanders does get to work early, mm-hmm. but he's out of there by 5 o'clock almost every day. That is well known in that program. Now, it doesn't mean he has to be like old school coaches that has a, a couch that pulls out and he sleeps there till midnight every coach works differently i'm just saying that deon sanders is not a guy that you will see the light on in his office at seven o'clock at night and oh by the way this was a four-win football team having and that you just brought
2: up my point having said all of that the pressure to win is much more
0: extreme this year but the downfall is if you choose that Deion Sanders isn't the right guy, think of all the money that you are losing in the community mm-hmm. and for the school. Yeah, What do we have coming up on just in case you missed? That?
3: We'll discuss a major trade in the NBA yesterday that might put in what the Nuggets can do in the future to get stronger, and we'll also touch on to the Avalanche game tonight and why history could be made. That's all coming up on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on My High Sports. How about
1: I went to a drink to like my dreams Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle presented by Silterhar Mazda a no pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda find them at sthmazda.com Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wild Card Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce.
0: Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. Reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. Wednesday, there's an auction for computers, thousands of sports cards, golf equipment, bicycles, Apple TVs, workout equipment, and more. Auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com. Backslash MHS. Time now. The final word. The
1: final word.
0: Presented by
1: Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. Just in case you missed it, is presented by Argonaut Wine and Wicker. You need to see why Westward named it the best wicker store in Denver, five years running.
3: Or order online at ArgonautWicker.com. All right, just in case you missed it, uh, the biggest NBA move yesterday, Pascal Siakam made the trade over to the Indiana Pacers. Pacers looking really good this season trying to make a deep NBA move or NBA championship run. One player moving out of Indiana is Bruce Brown, former Denver Nuggets. Uh, with how much little Bruce has con- contributed to Indiana, do you think the Nuggets should try and make a last-minute move before the trade deadline to bring him back to Denver?
2: No, uh, I think it's uh, financially it just doesn't work um, for what the what the Nuggets are trying to do. Um, but it was interesting. <laughs> that's a good. That's a hell of a move by the Pacers, by the way, to pick up a Pascal Siakam. They obviously feel like they're in a position to push for a championship. That's a great addition. He's a
0: hell of a player. Let's go back to something Calvin Booth said. He would very much like to win a championship this year, but he's not going to sacrifice winning a championship this year while trying to win two or three over the next five. Right. That's why Bruce Brown was not retained, even though they certainly wanted him back. They want their young guys to be able to play because that's your bench is going to fuel arguably the best starting five in basketball, you need to develop Peyton Watson and Christian Brown and Strother and Pickett, and the list goes on and on and on. Right. You bring back Bruce Brown, you are stunting somebody's growth. It's great short-term. It's not great long-term. But something else to consider here, and this is a new rule with the CBA, if you exceed the luxury tax three times during a four-year period you get crushed financially. What does that mean? And by the way, the Nuggets are not only into the luxury tax now, but they're into the luxury tax next year as well, especially with Jamal Murray's contract yep. coming up. With that, let's put something into perspective. If your tax threshold is $15 million, as a repeat offender, you're going to be hit with a tax bill of $44 million. Mm. It's basically three to one. Right. So, for every dollar you're over, it's basically three to one. And I don't think Stan Kroenke wants to pay that. And nobody would want to pay that. No. And the reason why this was a new rule in the CBA is because it wanted to discourage teams like the Golden State Warriors, who had a payroll well over $200 million. Mm-hmm. Right? So, what's the cost of winning a championship? Three times your money to one?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Doesn't have to be, shouldn't be. They would love to have Bruce Brown back. Uh, you'd love to have his talent back, but but what, you but, can't. But you can't think about this for a can't second. Can't have the contract. Think about how this sounds. You could have brought back Bruce Bruce Brown even at the Pacers' salary. You'd be in the luxury tax. You're going to get hit with a big penalty. Now, you would think to bring back Bruce Brown. Now you'd think to bring back Bruce Brown and then have to give up a ton of assets to boot. You already decided for financial reasons, and you want your younger guys to develop is the reason why you didn't bring them back. Now you're going to bring them back and give up those assets and draft picks, and then still have to pay a big penalty. That doesn't make any sense. No sense Stick at all. Stick with your original decision. I'd rather have them back, but I like Booth's plan. That was Argonaut Wine and Liquor. Just in case you missed it, right now all Italian wines are on sale at 15% off. Go check them out off of Colfax. Order online or their app. Online ArgonautLiquor.com. CY Westward calls them the best liquor store in Denver. Five years running. That's going to do it for us. Nigel and Gordon, excellent job today, as always. Same with you, Bruce. I'll try and do better tomorrow. Make the best possible day you can.
2: Yes I can, doubt better leave, I'm running with this plan. Pull me, grab me, crap's in the fucking game, have me, I'll be the president one day. January 1st, oh you like that guy,